You are listening to The Obeka Starts. This podcast has been brought to you by The Obeka Realty. My name is Adiola and I am your host. My thoughts, your podcast. Welcome on board. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Becker's Thoughts. This is going to be a new season. How's it going out there? How are you feeling this summer? Do you have any summer plans? Well, I have absolutely none, but I'll be spending mine with you as I've always been doing. Welcome to this juicy episode. This one is not a lecture. It's just a little bit of a rant. I know you're wondering who pissed me off. Well, you know, this other gender. Yeah, they did it again. But I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to the Rebecca Stats. So let's just dig right into it because I do not have that much time today. So I might be taking a couple of breaks here and there, but... Just know that I'm giving you my very best, okay? In regards to time. So, I had, I'm, I believe I have mentioned before that my friend has a dating platform. His name is Demac. So, the name of his platform is Demac Hub. And he's, you can find him on um, Instagram. He has an application that you can easily download on your um, Apple Store and your Google Play. <clears throat> so, He's my friend, of course. I'm married, but I still, you know, get to check in on his page from time to time because I refer a lot of my good single friends there because it's not a it's not a platform like, you know, um POF that or Tinder or whatever that you just cast your your dice and whatever you catch, you catch. No, his platform is um for decent people. You are going to be scrutinized before you can get hooked up on there. Therefore, oh, this is not a sponsored um, <clears throat> episode. I'm just giving you like a backstory as to why I'm there and the reason why I had to pick a story from his page. So he always, you know, hook, you know, he would hook up different couples either internationally or locally, and they would give feedback as to how the connection is going with the person they have been paired with and hmm, here's a feedback he posted he often posts the feedback so that we can all know that okay it's not all the connections that went great some of them went bad and you know this is how to improve on other areas when it gets to meeting people just like He's just very transparent with his operations and put it that way. <clears throat> so this is a feedback from a guy that Demac had paired with three different women. But this is what the guy sent to Demac as a feedback. He said, So I usually prefer calls than chats because of my schedule. I rang them up and from my conversations, from the conversations we had, I knew I was not going forward with this. I'm afraid to say, but they weren't articulate in their thoughts and plans. 
while I respect their stage in life, they came across to me as ladies who will sell a false romance just for survival. I got a hint into this when one of the ladies told me the dodgy way in which she obtained her UK visa and I was gobsmacked. Okay, that aside, I probed further about her plans here. All I heard were wishful thinking, sighs and hisses. LOL, you know the typical Nigerian hopeful mindset. I mean, traveling abroad without any plans, majority of people just jump with the bandwagon acting on hearsays rather than facts. Then, this is him putting two ladies together that he's spoken to. Now, this is the third lady. I'll, I'll only be talking about the first part of this message. I'm sighing because I want to gently deliver my... Mm. I'm trying to use nice words without using bad words. I'm trying to deliver my opinion respectfully. But you see, I despise guys like this. The two first ladies were not good enough. This is what he says about the third lady in Nigeria. She comes across like a nice lady. She speaks well, articulate, knows what she wants, challenges me mentally and neat as well. We spoke a couple of times and still do chat intermittently, but nothing concrete yet. Still observing her. It's quite challenging though because of distance. For now, I'll just say we are friends. I hope I wasn't too blunt with my feedback. Pardon me if I was. I tried to be as polite as possible. Although there's still a lot to unpack, but these will do for now. <clears throat> this is not a serious lecture episode. It's just a little bit of a rant, but I have to get it off my chest. Well, you can hear my baby. I'll be right back. I was just about to unload something, but I'll be right back. Please stay tuned. When I read this post, initially I had just scrolled past the like, you know what, it's whatever. But then I was like, wait, I have heard this BS before. And I went back and I went, I thought, okay, maybe it was just me overthinking it as usual. Like, you know, I'm very dramatic sometimes with my thoughts. Let me go in the comment section and let me see what's been said. And of course, I'm not the only one that's thinking this guy is crazy. Don't get me wrong. Yes, we need to have partners that have goals, plans and aspirations and whatever you. That is the basic standard of, you know, just saying have common sense and have common decency. Do you understand? But the reason why I despise men like this and I find them very <sighs> irritating, I'm trying to use nice words, but if you want to know what I'm really thinking, I'm thinking worse words. So if, if you hear me use any 
negative words, this is the nicest I can come up with because I am infuriated with the fact that some guy abroad has the audacity, the effrontery to judge a woman in Africa, saying something like, oh, um, she doesn't have plans for when she, that's my baby. She doesn't have plans for when she gets abroad. I want to know what her plans are, but she doesn't seem articulate. It is the pride. No, no, no. Let me put it this way. It is the disgusting ego for me. You are in a comfortable country because from the same words he used, I could tell he's from the UK. He lives in the UK. You are in a comfortable country in a system where everything works and you have the audacity to put yourself, your, you, you know, <sighs> Becca, calm down. You are judging a woman in Africa that is doing all that she can to survive. You are judging her on the same standard with someone yourself most you're comparing her with yourself that lives abroad and you live in a system where everything works you can tell where you're going to be in the next couple of hours because every system abroad in most western countries works just fine i'm still trying to keep my emotions together guys and i'm trying not to lose it <laughs> if it is it why you know marry woman abroad why you know marry woman for abroad why didn't you find a woman in your workplace and marry her why didn't you find a woman in your freaking western country that has articulated minds and words and has everything all put together why won't you marry them the reason why you're not going to marry them is because you're not good enough for them and then you decide okay let me go to a, a country like Nigeria, because they are not exactly that exposed, but at the same time, I expect the level of intelligence that I would find in a lady abroad, I expect it from the woman in Africa. Africa, no system in any country in Africa works. I will say it, and I will say it with my full chest again. Tell me the richest African country. We have absolutely none. Because the white people that came decades ago ruined it so bad. No. You know what? Let me skip. I don't want to go too political. But. It's so hard to be nice and talk gently when I'm upset. So let me just move forward. These guys disgust me because it is, they feel like they're high and mighty. No part of our body is equal. If you have it in double, your fingers, your eyes, your ears, no part of our body is equal. In fact, both legs don't even have the same length. But this guy thinks that, oh, I expect her to have an articulated plan of her life abroad if I, were, if I were to be with her and relocate her abroad. 
Excuse me. Do you expect how a plan like that is just a dream? When people relocate from Africa to, you know, Western countries, they don't know what to expect. And a lot of times, because they don't know what to expect, you are most often unprepared when you get there. Let me give you a couple of instances. Due to COVID, right, the work visa issuance, the the guidelines changed dramatically, okay? Due to COVID, um, operations ceased in many countries. UK, for example, ended up having food shortages and they rolled out a large number of work visas for manual laborers, truck drivers, caregivers, and such people. It's like a low-level job, right? Now, imagine a lady in Nigeria that has been preparing for a whole different career, right? The desperation to leave the country would either make her change the plan and be like, okay, you know what, let me quickly learn how to be a truck driver, whatever, whatever, so so I can qualify for this visa category. Plans change all the time according to demand. Our parents that relocated to UK, US, Canada back then, in the 90s, the demand was for healthcare professionals. So there was years of almost automatic visas for everyone in the healthcare field. Doctors, nurses, caregivers, anyone that has some sort of qualification experience in healthcare in the 90s. Now, what is selling is IT. The world has changed. A lot of things is now computer-based. So now IT is the future and space, of course. So now you don't really find that many people going into nursing anymore in thousands like you would have had in the 90s. Now everyone is talking about IT, IT, IT. People in Nigeria are learning IT with limited resources that they have, hoping that they are going to get employment from foreign companies and they'll either get paid in foreign currencies while being local in Nigeria or get issued a work visa to work for these companies abroad. I am saying that time and location causes and changes demand and supply. So, this man is talking about the women that have never left the country. They don't have articulated plan on their life abroad if they were to get up, go abroad. Plan with what? Is it not when you get to the abroad you find out what the demand and supply is? It's not then you begin to you know. Okay, um, this certification is easier to get, it's quicker to get, that one is going to cost me a lot of money, let me go into CNA, if I get my CNA certification going, then I have jobs lined up, I I can work multiple hours, and then do a career change later. You have to get abroad to have this information. There are a lot of information on Google, honestly, if you plan with anything you find on Google, you are going to be lost. So... Why is it that these category of men have the audacity to ask? It's just like going to McDonald's and asking for a buffet. 
It's just like going to McDonald's and asking for an expensive steak. Like, I want to buy steak. I want a glass of wine. It does not make sense. The same way, you know what? The funny thing is you will now see these men. They are not even good enough for the women abroad, but they get to bully the women in Africa. Funny story. So, <laughs> I think I've told you half of it before, but let me complete the story. One of my husband's acquaintances, right? I was asking him, I was like, dude, when are you going to settle down? He was like, oh, I went to Ghana and I tried to, you know, talk to some ladies and, you know, I was like, how, how did that go? He said, oh, he didn't, it didn't go well because I was asking them their plan when they get abroad. They didn't have any solid plan. That I got me fucked up. I said they didn't have solid plan. He's like, no, he said, I, I need to know what they have planned out. But all they're talking about is when they get here, they will figure it out. When they get here, they'll figure it out. Guy, Mr. Man, that is the ultimate truth. When I left Nigeria, speaking for myself i had no plan because i didn't even know what to expect and of course as soon as i got here while someone would have expected me to have all this plan later the first thing that happened to me my first 90 days is i became homeless i became homeless in the first 90 days of touching down in america how do you plan for that your own cousin is gonna kick you out not like you did anything major nothing your own cousin would kick you out. And you'll be homeless for a whole year. I could not have planned for that, but I had to roll with it somehow. And thank God for favor, because honestly, my story is just favor. I am here today, a homeowner. Now, imagine someone judging me that, oh, she didn't have any plan when she left Nigeria. Nothing is going to come out of her. Can you stand and talk to me today? One time I spoke to my ex, I was like, remember the, one of the problems your family had with mine was the fact that my family was poor and we didn't have anything going on for ourselves. Now, looking at me and my siblings, do you think your family can talk trash to me today? He said, no. I said, yeah, if only they had a vision that I am more than my present situation. I am more than the eye meets. This, this guy, my husband's acquaintance, let me crack your ribs. He know even fine. Worst of all, he's not even wealthy. So now imagine, and you know, I told you people, I told you in one of my recent episodes, I said, when you prepare, you either find a man that will be man enough to take care of everything about you and be like, you know what? My queen doesn't work. Or you will find the one that is looking for a business partner. You see the man I just read to you about today and my husband's acquaintance. They're looking for a business partner. And then they expect you to switch between the role of a business partner where we pay for everything 50-50 and also switch into the role of being a wife and a homemaker what nonsense 
if I just investigate about this guy now, he doesn't even have a yacht. He doesn't have a private jet. But it's always those ones that barely, barely just have a couple of thousands in their account and probably one property or mortgage and another car on car payment or car loan are always the ones with a high and mighty standard as to what they expect. Their expectations are always high and ridiculous. What do you expect in a woman? She needs to have this laid out. She needs. It might. She be. A, remember, I told you guys that one. Some dude was telling me I cannot date a woman with no master's degree. Well, I'm working on the degree now. Do you think you can marry someone like me? I am beyond you. I am above you. But at the time, you thought, okay, well, she don't have a master's degree right now. She probably would never be able to get one. These people, I'm a very pretty woman, okay? So yes, I have met a lot of men in my life. And me, I'll first friend zone you. If you make it out of the friend zone, then then you're very spectacular. But I very much plan to lock a guy into friend zone for as long as possible, you know? Because I don't believe in discarding people as soon as you meet them. So... (laughs) And I was like, asking my husband's acquaintance, I was like, okay, so, um, you won't have to have plans. Did you know I didn't have any plans when I left Nigeria? He's like, oh, come on. I said, I didn't have any plans. If I told you my story, it's going to look like something straight out of a movie. And honestly, whether I had plans or not, if I met someone like you, I'll never date you because you don't qualify. So my one is... Why is it that these men that have absolutely little to nothing, like they can go from middle class to poor class to, to, to low class in like one economic change, now everything's scattered for them. Why is it them that have the highest requirement as to what a woman needs to be? If you want, see, it's just, I find it really amusing. When I went to the comment section, of course, people were like, wait, I hope this guy is perfect. Somebody's like, this guy's going to die single. And that is very much what I believe. Because the guy feels like he's too good for certain women. See, if there's any guy listening to me out there, it is a risk for what I'm about to say. But if you're lucky, you'll benefit from it. If you have good discernment and your mind is telling you that this woman you're with doesn't have much right now but she's going to grow into glory in a couple of years invest into that woman because it's going to be your best decision ever not only will she be loyal to you because she remember that when nobody wanted her only you saw her A lot of times we cannot convince people as to, I can do this, I can, I can work hard, I can, we can't because of our present situation, like we just either have lost the, the motivation or the willingness to just convince anybody. You know, at some point I got to the stage of, I'm not convincing anybody anymore. I don't have master's degree, I don't have it, get out. Do you have a business plan? I don't have one, get out. But inside of me, I had a lot. But I had convinced the wrong people for so long, I was done explaining myself to anybody. This
this is personal to me because I have found myself in that situation many, many times where a guy spoke to me once or twice and they thought I wasn't good enough for them. Of course, the joke is on them when they see me a couple of years later, like, wait, what happened? Um, what happened was your ass was blind and not smart. I am not all that today. Don't get me wrong. But compared to what I was 10 years ago, oh, I'm very much all of that. I am not anywhere near where I'm going, near my destination. But guys, give pray for a spirit of discernment and give women a chance. Otherwise, you are going to end up with a woman that now decides, okay, she's going to have a comeback. She becomes megally successful and tramples over you. If she wants to have cute kids with you, she will marry you, pretend she's humble. And as soon as she begins to have those cute kids, she's mentally done with you. And she will make sure that marriage doesn't work. And then you say, oh, because she's earning a lot of money. Oh, because she has a promotion. She became arrogant. No, you men created that beast. No woman wants to walk her ass off. And not come, I don't want to come back to a happy home. She wants to be happy. But when a woman is vengeful, it might not even be something you did. It might be something another man did. But if you're showing traces of, you have some similarities between you and the other guy that told her to her face that she wasn't good enough. You know what they say about the, the rejected stone becomes chief cornerstone. Exactly. So if she feels like, okay, you make her feel like you're doing her a favor by marrying you. She will now revenge with mega success and will deal with you. I'm dying to see the picture of this guy that posted this nonsense because I know he's not cute. Cute guys don't talk like this. (laughs) Wealthy men don't talk like this. Wealthy men don't care what you have. They're always the ones that end up with the trophy wives. Look at it in history. Wealthy men don't care. The ones that want to build wealth with you do not care either for are you successful? Do you have a goal? Do you have a plan? Do you have a do you want to turn you into a whole project? No. Men that want to be successful just need a partner that would show them support and also give them peace. But you see all this rubbish, high and mighty, egoistic men. They don't care for peace because everything to them is transactional. We split the bills. We split this. We split that. That is your job. This is my job. Everything for them is business. But then they want you to be the woman of the house and be humble and show humility. Which generation do you think we are? You, you, you think that we are back in the 80s or in the 70s? No. You lead will follow. You lead with the bullshit will top. We will top it for you. You want to play a game, we'll coach it. And it is the fact that they make these women look dumb that gets to me the most. 
oh she she could not articulate ha if you want to marry professor marry professor now what is all this i be in the whole of the uk in the whole of the this my husband's acquaintance that went to ghana she he did not see women in the in the in in in, in us why didn't he run after those ones if you if they will not put him in this place that um <laughs> do you have this much in savings no do you have do you own a home that you're finished paying for no so like um how much do you have in you know crypto and um stocks and all of that oh i, I have this they'll look at you and be like ah no bruh i'm good being alone than marry someone like you so they run to africa to go and get the women that don't really know that their what is not worth a lot you want to show off with the little that you have and then you still hold them to a high standard how dare you have a friend she often visited um paris almost every year or two and then she's like oh i want to leave i want to leave abroad i said okay but let me prepare you for something leaving abroad is different from visiting <clears throat> you know when you visit any country you plan to have fun you plan to see only the good sides to everything but when you leave there the good and the bad will come with the package she didn't really understand what i was saying until i asked her the question again a month after she got here i said so is paris the same as when you visited versus when you moved she's like ah no it's not the same the bills are this i have to pay for this i have to pay for that accommodation is this i said exactly exactly it's not the same. There is no 100% way of planning for a broad life. If you have to migrate from one country that is in exact contrast with the country you're coming from or going to rather, it's hard. So now, what's going to happen? This is my prediction. Just like we have mastered how to write resumes. You know, in those days, when we write resumes, we write the truth. Okay, this is my experience. This is my qualification. Now, many people are padding up their resumes. Adding experiences that they don't, they never had. Adding qualifications that they barely even know half of it. Just so that the computer and they are designing the resume to fit a particular job description. Just so that the computer that will run through all the resumes looking for the keywords will select theirs and forward it to the HR, right? And the HR manager will now personally go through the resumes and call them for interviews meanwhile the people that told the truth in their resumes and did not use the keywords in the resume will not get selected they are the ones telling the truth these people that have now channeled designed and know how to channel through the resume to get into the hr department are 
This, the same thing is going to happen to dating. Once they know what you are waiting to hear, they are going to begin to prepare you a professional response. Oh, what are your plans for when you get abroad? Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna da, 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 da. Just like an interview. They would impress you and blow your mind. Take them abroad. They will show you pepe. Don't say I didn't tell you. Shabby, you guys don't want the truth. So if someone tells you truthfully, oh, I don't, mm, I wouldn't exactly say I have a solid plan, but this is what I've heard, this is what I've researched, and that's about what I know. Because you live abroad, you already know what is flawed in what, in the response you got. But it's only because you live abroad. I have listened on many, many um, lessons on relocating abroad, how to get jobs and stuff like that. There's so many untrue things about it that they don't say in those lectures. And it frustrates me. I'm like, if you're going to teach people about relocating abroad, tell them where the problem is. Accommodation is the first problem. Phone bill is the second problem. House to feed is the third problem. And then tell them how hard it is for an immigrant to find a job without a work permit. These are the things that they should be discussing. And they will say, oh, there are jobs for international students. Tell them. The international students are not allowed to work off campus and they have a limited number of hours they can work in a week, which is 20 hours. And they have to work within campus. And because there's so many international students, there's not that many job availability to satisfy the needs of all the international students that want to work. So the chances of getting a job is hard. People don't tell you this information because they want to like, okay, um, let's not scare them into thinking we don't want them to come, right? But I know the truth because I live here. The same way, if you talk to a woman and she's telling you, oh, this is her plan, the least you can do is tell her what is flawed in her plans and how to help her. Don't just cast her away and be like, um... Those two, I will not be continuing my conversation with them because they don't seem like they have a solid plan, an articulated plan on what they would want to do um, with their life abroad. But then you find a woman. This is where this guy got me fucked up. Then the third lady you were connected with, she seemed articulate in her plans. That is rare, but special. She's neat. She seemed to have everything going on well for her. But guys, guess what? Guess what he said? I'm still watching her. For for now, we are still friends. We'll see how it goes. Imagine, oh, the first two they are not good enough. They don't have sense. They don't have plan. They don't have proposal written out for you. Then the one that has everything all set up, you feel like ah. Let me test her some more. Even though he said he's busy, he doesn't have that much time because of his work schedule. So how exactly is this woman supposed to satisfy your needs of having good communication if you're not even available to communicate? That's the part he got me fucked up. So you don't have the time. But... You don't have the time to get to know her more and start a relationship with her. But at the same time, you are still giving it time to see how it goes. How does that make sense? Like, I'm scratching my head right now and I'm thinking, how does that make sense? 
that is speaking on seriousness guys <sighs> listen my ladies if men are bullshitting you from the beginning you would know if they keep making you try to work extra hard to prove this to prove that you are deprived though because if you're a woman that knows how to give a man peace of mind that doesn't like drama that doesn't like to fight that doesn't like to nag and argue you're you're neat you're educated you have you can work if there's a need for you to work you have experience in certain things you're a great cook you're a devoted and religious person you're mature minded you don't go through phones and be fighting all around the street and you don't have insecurities if you have all these qualities you are the price let me not even lie to you you see money having money i have an established when you have an established business right you don't need a man certain men know that because technically you are already like taking care of yourself sex is cheap you can get it from anywhere but the institution of marriage it takes two you can't work hard for two people you can't love for two people you can't take care of yourself for two people you have to do it for each other so if you don't believe in putting in your 100% for marriage and you're already successful what do you need a man for there's plenty of them on Tinder give you sex for free because then you don't need a man that will come into your life and complicate it and tell you, oh, you cannot run your business in these hours because <sighs> I was watching this show. This lady is an iron. She works 12 hours a day and she works four days a week. This dude was telling her that she doesn't need to work that much, that he wants her to start working 30 hours a week so that she can be more available for the family. I was like, these are the kind of men that is the problem. He didn't even say, okay, let me... He, he, had, he said he's wealthy, right? So technically, I'm not surprised he asked for that. But the way he went about it was wrong. You see, when you are picking this gender called man for husbanding, well, yeah, you better be careful because some of them will turn your life around and hold 360 in the wrong direction. I'm not kidding you. Because you'd be like, my business was doing fine. I had my own, you know, investment. I had my properties. I had, I was fine. Why did I even marry? That is when women come to this point. Because the men think that they are too good. Imagine now finding the woman that he claims he wants. And then she doesn't want him. Ha! That one will crack my head. Eh? I would just be, I would be rolling on the floor dying of laughter. I'm waiting to see the update from this guy. When you eventually find a beautiful woman, because like I said, they know they find these guys. They are not that good looking, no. It's just they're either not good looking or they are short or they are bald or they have pot belly. It's always something they are trying to make up for with their small money that they have. So <laughs> I am waiting for him to find the woman that fits all his checklists and she'll be like ah you're not my type i i've seen a few on 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 their mark page when he's like i have this i have a big dick i have good money i have this i'm good looking why doesn't she want me well because your attitude stinks 
that's going to be a topic for another day. Maybe I should have like an epi, like a segment for you guys where I give you like, you know, dear Mac gist. Maybe I think about it. <laughs> Maybe, but for right now, I'm officially done venting. I think I have said a few things for you women to use as pointers when a man is bullshitting you. Don't let anybody think you're not good enough. Yes, you are not good for them. It does not mean that you're not good for anybody else. Because when one man makes you feel too little or like you're not prepared enough, then you over-prepare and then you meet a perfect, good-looking, rich man that tells you, babe, I don't want you working. Hey, chop my money. Go to Dubai. You know, go to Paris. Go and chop my money. You understand? One or the other. And then you'll be like, I want to work. You say, You don't have to work. I'll pay you your monthly fees, your monthly salary. You just look pretty for me. Trophy wife. Who doesn't like to be taken care of? Who, who, who wants to be splitting bills and be working, 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 and then you're still the one that will get through pregnancy all by yourself? I'm done venting. That concludes the episode of today. I shall be back. Maybe with vent or gist or, or just another lecture. We'll, we'll see. Until then, thank you so much for listening to the Rebecca's Thoughts. I love you. Bye. Hope you like this episode. There is more randomness to come. Do not forget to share this channel. Thank you. And until next time, goodbye.